Hello, my zebras and spoonies. Thanks for coming and visiting me today. I'm glad that you're here. So fair warning, today I am delving into the political arena. Whew. I'm going to be talking about some of the mandatory um, COVID vaccinations that has been popping up around the country. Um, I specifically live in Maine and will be speaking specifically to the mandate for COVID vaccinations exclusively to healthcare workers. There isn't been a mandate for anyone else here, just the healthcare workers. So I personally feel that mandatory vaccination for a small portion of the population, regardless of which portion of that population you choose, is not going to achieve herd immunity and thus it's not going to achieve the effect of protecting the public while it's infringing upon medical autonomy. Something that healthcare professionals don't acquiesce as part of our profession. If mandatory vaccination is required for public safety, then why is it not being mandated for all people? A grocery clerk is a higher vector risk than myself, given the number of customers that they serve in a day compared to the five patients that I have each shift. Um, so a vector point is an an organism that transmits a disease or a parasite from one animal to another. Um, but the clerk is not mandated. And why is that? Either mandate the vaccine for everyone because it's that important or don't mandate it because it's a, because this selection of a small group really doesn't achieve anything. So there's no science that proves this vaccine prevents me from spreading the virus to others outside of herd immunity. So how can it be argued that mandating the vaccine is protecting my patients when it doesn't achieve herd immunity? The CDC is recommending that even in vaccinated pe people, we continue to wear masks in high transmission risk areas, which currently is like all of the United States, uh, because the research suggests that vaccinated individuals are completely capable of carrying and transmitting the virus to other people not to mention the risk of the Delta variant. So I've been vaccinated, but I can still give that to other, you know, this virus to other people by carrying it. Being vaccinated will not keep healthcare staff from giving the virus to their patients. What would be more helpful is making sure that there is enough PPE that the healthcare workers can use them as intended, as single-use items. Even after almost two years of the pandemic, I'm still being asked to reuse my PPE. That means I am wearing contaminated stuff into a patient's room. That makes perfect sense, right? I mean... I'm wearing a dirty mask into a patient's room and you guys are debating about whether or not I should be vaccinated. The focus just seems broken to me. There are also those that say to me that the COVID vaccine being mandatory is just like all other vaccines that are mandatory for me to be a nurse. And no, it is not currently the same. The difference is that, that the other mandatory vaccines are those that are mandatory for public schools and colleges. And this means that a large portion of the population is being vaccinated and herd immunity is being achieved. Because herd immunity is being achieved, there's a benefit to getting these vaccines. The problem with the current mandate for the COVID vaccine is that it is mandatory for such a small group of people that will not achieve herd immunity and thus will not benefit the community. And when you're considering 
considering if it is ethical to revoke a person's medical autonomy, the first thing that must be answered is if there is a benefit in doing so. This mandate does not offer benefit to the community, thus it does not make sense to revoke individual rights. Why is it not an option to demonstrate immunity with a positive titer? The research is demonstrating that immunity garnered from having a COVID infection is more robust than immunity gained from vaccination. There's not much additional benefit in getting a vaccination once you've already had a positive titer from having had the COVID infection. There are other vaccines that we already have this as a standard for, such as the varicella. If you have a positive titer, you are not required to get the varicella vaccine. There's no scientific reason not to make this the standard with the COVID vaccine as well. So why are we not following the science? Best medical science practice should always follow scientific evidence. But in this case, with this mandate, the policy is choosing to ignore the science and it simply makes no sense. The last point is that the mandate is supposed to protect the working population by mandating the workforce. On the surface, this makes sense. However, we're losing nurses because of this mandate. This is not maintaining the workforce. It makes the shortage of nurses worse. While COVID illness will require nurses to be out, the majority will return after recovering. There's no returning to work for those who are not vaccinated as long as this mandate is in place. This makes an already difficult job that much harder. Not to mention that hospitals are seriously evaluating which areas of the hospital can be closed to maintain their core functions. And that means that there will be a reduction in needed services because the reduced staff of the mandate, and that's not helping our patients. Many people are attacking healthcare workers for advocating their medical autonomy in context of this vaccine mandate. Let us not forget that as healthcare professionals, it is always has been and always will be our duty to protect medical autonomy. Would you want a healthcare system without it? Imagine not being able to choose if you had a surgery or not. Imagine if doctors could force you to take any medication they felt that you should. It is medical autonomy that protects us from this. And to be clear, medical autonomy is a right that is legally protected, hence why we have to sign consents for care. We healthcare professionals share in these rights and hold them sacred as they are central to providing excellent care. So don't challenge our sense of duty towards our patients because we fight for medical autonomy. Let us not forget how important this right is. Vaccines have value in protecting others only when herd immunity is achieved. That's what the science tells us. Mandatory vaccination for a small portion of the population will not achieve herd immunity and thus will not offer protection to anyone beyond the person receiving that vaccination. So no benefit to my patients. The risk for vaccinations are low, but they do exist. I should not be mandated to take any amount of risk without benefit. That is unethical. Mandate the vaccines for everyone or no one. That's what's ethical. And for the sake of clarity, I'm talking about medical autonomy, which is the right of competent adults to make informed decisions about their medical care. This is a core ethical principle in medicine. And it is very different concept than simple autonomy, which is the state of being self-governing. 
Medical autonomy applies when a person is presented with a medical situation that they then have the right to make a choice about without outside pressure to make a specific decision. In order for medical autonomy to apply, there first needs to be a medical situation presented that the individual has a choice. This is why this ethical principle doesn't apply for the majority of things that we as healthcare professionals are required to do for our patients. However, there are times that it does come up, and this is when medical autonomy has to be weighed against the social contract or the community. Ethical dilemmas of the individual versus the community are common in medicine, especially in the area of infection control. With typhoid Mary being the classic uh, example case for ethical consideration, but medical ethics has a long history with many cases that can be reviewed. These are never black and white issues. They are always messy and gray. Of all the ethical debates within the medical field, those involving the individual versus the community are the most complex to resolve. Because at the core of these issues, in order for it to be a dilemma, they must be mutually exclusive choices. There are some things to keep in mind when debating these issues. Some people value individual rights over the community needs, while others will value the community needs as being higher. And neither person is wrong or bad for their choice and ethical priorities, but understanding that perspective can help in understanding the stance that they are choosing to take in an ethical debate. And just because someone doesn't completely agree with your opinion doesn't mean that they are demons or that they don't have an intelligent foundation for their arguments or that they shouldn't be heard. Having ethical debates in healthcare is essential for making sure that we are appropriately balancing the rights of individuals versus the social contract or the needs of the group. And my final closing point on this topic is that many people are telling me that I am wrong simply because I am disagreeing with medical experts. First, medical ethics has never been and never will be relegated to experts. Medical ethics is something that everyone working in the field is expected to engage in because we are expected to behave in an ethical way. And let's be clear that it is not immunologists or virologists who recommended or decided upon the policy of mandating the vaccine for a small portion of the population. That was decided by politicians who are decidedly not experts in this arena. So in the end, I'm not disagreeing with medical experts, but with politicians.